Hey guys, Kirk here. Thanks so much for listening to the Modern Motion Podcast. Uh, we are happy to bombard your ears with a bunch of valuable information and scary stories, uh, whatever is on our mind. Uh, if you have a second, please jump over to iTunes and subscribe. Uh, that definitely helps us out a lot, along with your positive reviews. Uh, it only takes a little bit, but uh, definitely helps us out and we can keep giving great content to you guys. And if you have more to say, want to reach out to us, visit themodernmotion.com. Go to our contact page and fill out the form there. Thanks. Welcome back to the Modern Motion Podcast. That was appreciative chuckle. With me in October is Von Dozier yeah. and Jared Wooten. Hello. It's just <laughs> juices flowing. Yeah. <laughs> I got Where a ve- go? I, I got an image in my head that wasn't that wasn't like the kind of juices you want flowing. And I'm not the, the being ta- uh, the verbal juices. Yeah, yeah. The oral juices. He's being gross. No, well, it's not. No, as gross I was as you after think. that. This is a kid's But I was podcast. literally imagining like like streams of orange juice pouring over like the edge of the walls onto you, and you're just like, oh, now I'm all sticky, and I don't know what to do. This is unpleasant. I don't want to really deal with this right now. Like that that would get all over. Yeah, it would. If yes, stuff started pouring down the wall, it'd probably get all over. Ugh, I don't what? like it. I don't like it. Other juice than juices flowing. Other than just. You know, I've been the, drinking a lot of juice lately. Go on. Well, I was going to say, other than just hearing someone say the water is flowing, is there what kind of liquids do you really want to hear someone say the X is flowing? Like if someone's like the milk is really the wine. Flowing. Oh, the wine, yeah, yeah. yeah let the, say the wine, wine flow. That's My mind one. went right to Amen. that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. The uh, juice is flowing. Water yeah. is flowing. That's that's just like everything's working. You know, in the plumbing. Yeah. Right. That's pretty in- innocuous. The soda, the soda is flowing. Eh, I mean, it's like, what, what am I at? A Discovery Zone birthday party? Come right, exactly. Yeah. I was imagining yeah. like Chuck E. Cheese or yeah. something. <laughs> I take that. I take that. The soda is flowing. The bleach is flowing. I drink it up. Yeah. It's a little harsh. Yeah. What episode number is this? Cleaning agent. 4,000. I know. It's, we're not over 9,000 yet. We got a long way to go, Vaughn. It's been a month, or I don't, I should have probably checked these things, but I, I, did not have time in the past month. Oh wow! Yeah, see that sweet hat. Oh, you okay. missed it. You was, missed oh, it man, much brighter than last Ooh, time. The IPL. So for anyone listening, there's uh, people walking around outside with these futuristic sweet. LED lights that make them look like on their hats. They just stepped off some sort of space vessel. Tron. Yeah, you should have mm-hmm. hopped on the vidcast. You would have seen all of it. Should yeah, invite that guy. You in. should have gone to the vidcast. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, vidi vidi. Tell us about your hat. Everyone who's on the audio podcast, you're missing out on the, all the fun visuals. We we called it a video telecast. Now we're calling it vidcast. But I think eventually it's we a did, vod. We just need to shorten it to vast. Video on demand. Vast. Check out our vast. And <laughs> <laughs> just leave it at that. Uh, no, but they're out there. There's been, uh, I think, the past weekend. There's a lot of wind, some intense wind, and yeah. it's caused some destruction. So we've had IPL guys out. We've had Spectrum guys coming out. Dang, um, just doing all sorts of work. But they're coming late at night, and you know, I was talking about this off air. But you know, they're like banging on the door, wearing their crazy lights. It's like ten thirty, and I kind of open the door, trying to figure out what's going on, and 
they're trying to back up their truck in the driveway because they're like, I got to get to one of the telephone poles, but I can't reach it from it. It's just a really long story. And so I said, they, we've got time. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I mean, they, they told a long story. I didn't remember most of it. Oh, okay. But the deal we struck eventually was like, I will allow you to do this, but just let me back the truck in. And so I put a little hat back the truck in. Oh, yeah? No, I, w- I wish. That'd be Why cool. are they doing let, this so... negotiated harder. That sounds fun. <laughs> that would have yeah. been cool. I'm like, I will let you... Actually, that would have been interesting to see what they said. Yeah, what, what did they do? Because like, they were I'm just kind of like, we just need to get in, in here. Uh, but I'd let you do it if I could back the truck in. That'd be fine. I bet no one's proposed that because they would probably... Yeah. Their first instinct would be like, well, we can't let you do that. And I'd be like, well, I can't... I cannot let you, let do you that. in the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're at an impasse here. The The solution is obvious. To get your truck back there, I get to drive it. Like, yeah. let's just make it quick. <laughs> let's help each other out. <laughs> and just keep negotiating to the point where it's ridiculous. I'm like, just let me back at the first two feet and then you take over. <laughs> They're like, why? I'm like, because. You can sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. You can steer. <laughs> yeah. Just I'll let, let the me. Gas. I'll turn the key and you steer it. But every five <laughs> seconds, <laughs> you just let go of the wheel and I'll grab it real quick. I'll like, wear, let me wear your hat. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can you can get in and you can do it. As long, and I'll stand side and I'll wave you in while I wave while I wear your hat. <laughs> we'll play. Let's play. You let's play puppet arms. I'll I'll, I'll sit on your lap and, and like put my arms behind my back, and you put your arms through mine so that it looks like your arms are on my body, and then you can drive the truck. I just want to ride on top of the truck while you back it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you like slowly back it up towards my leg and then take pictures, and I'll be like, oh no, you ran, ran over me. Oh. It'll be my Christmas card. Yeah, it'll just be yeah. silly. Don't worry, Bennett. <laughs> I'll just hang off at the back of it like a, a garbage garbage man. <laughs> yeah. I'll know next time. <laughs> I'm going to cut my neighbor's power so that they have to come back out. I'll sit in the passenger That's seat. That's devious. And yeah. you can drive, and I'll give you a handy. <laughs> uh, seven seconds. <laughs> That's all, all That's all it'll take, I promise. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right, fine. You drive, but let me feed you grapes <laughs> while, while you drive. Guys, like I don't like grapes. I'm like, well, fuck you, man. Yeah, <laughs> you can't well, do some, like grapes. They're like the the most edible, like edible ready fruit that exists. Yeah, you don't have to cut them. You don't have to <laughs> chew all that hard. All right, it's well, just a little explosion of flavor in your mouth. Like, can you be here to like explain this to him when he's like, no, I don't like grapes. Wait, yeah. yeah, I'll just chime in from the living room. What you don't like grapes? Yeah. Grapes are the okay. We'll drive to Kroger. Yeah. And I'll drive there. You can drive back, and it's then you can back boba. in. <laughs> I'm like, well, what about raisins? <laughs> raisins are hard to get out of a box. Like, man, forget they take it. a lot longer to chew. Yeah. So I just saw the hat again. It kind of looks a little bit like maybe a beekeeper's hat without like the mesh screen, or maybe like Raiden's hat from Mortal Kombat. Oh, except like, with yeah, lights like all the way around. Yeah, like I almost thought it was a cop or something because it was kind of like it looks like a sheriff's hat or something, like a cop hat. I think it's more, I think it's a little excessive. I don't think they need more than like the basic, like, you know, nighttime construction crew, like helmet with like just a single lamp on the front. I don't think they need this like futuristic looking thing. Certainly one, it's probably one dude at the office proposed it and like, it was like, hey, we, you know, those hats we use? <laughs> I've got an idea. Perhaps <laughs> some Christmas I've got an idea for it. an upgrade. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me draw you a picture. <laughs> We'll have to put it in the next corporate training video where we talk about why you shouldn't eat grapes that customers offer you. 
<laughs> oh man. I'm not a fan of LED lights in general. Just across the board, I don't like LED lights. No? For what reason? Because they're, like that, for example, they're excessively bright, so they hurt my eyes. Okay, that's fair. Also, I don't like the, where it is on the color spectrum. Most of the LED lights, though I think they're trying to make alternate versions, most of them are like, you know, Towards the higher Ooh. end of the frequency, so they're like a cooler Violet. light. Yeah, um, I like warmer lights. Yes, uh, yes. The LEDs give off an ugly, vibrant, aggressive bluish, yeah, very yeah. harsh. Yes, um, that color isn't that the color that's supposed to prevent um, uh, people from committing suicide. It makes me want to commit suicide. Well, that is interesting because yeah, those uh, I forgot what they call them. I'm going to call it happy light. I'm not saying it dismissively, but it's something like that. that, But there's a name for it, but it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to simulate sunlight maybe. And so like people who are prone to seasonal depression will sit in front of these lights and they are like that. You're right. So I don't understand why it it doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. It doesn't feel right to me. I feel like that would make me feel anxious and just awful to sit in front of an led light mm. like that giving off that hue i'll tell you no. one place that i really enjoy led lights stoplights like the, those old like glass rounded ones mm-hmm. with the light behind them like in the cer- certain lighting you have no idea what color they yeah. are yeah right you can you can see that it's red or not red like that's yeah. all you got but with the led ones there's no like there's no question it's great those are really pl- like for me pleasant to look at because i'm not straining to figure out yeah there's definitely situations where I would prefer them, like for those kind of reasons. I don't like them in Christmas lights, and I feel like I can see in Christmas lights that there's like a very quick, like flicker, like persistent flickering with the LED lights. And if you see a bunch of them together, like at the zoo when they do Christmas lights at the zoo, and they just use all LED lights, like if you look, you can kind of see it more like easily out of the corner of your eye. But it's like it seems like it's very rapidly blinking and i feel like it's unsettling i don't know why well another nice thing about them is they're so they they take so much less energy like if you go backwards in time for all of the different light sources we've used it's like like the the big halogens that just take a lot of wattage and a lot of energy to power the 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 leds are way less than that and for some reason my brain went to like like big sconces, like big braziers on the wall. Oh, yeah. With like actual fire burning like an oil <laughs> yeah. thing. You need to go back to that. Just put candles in road. That's awesome. That. Very that. inefficient. Just have Good. gas lines all throughout the walls so that like yeah. you have sconces all over. They're all tied to an independent gas line. Mm. And then safe. crank it. That'd be cool. Sounds safe and cost efficient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much natural gas can you consume in an hour? That would be pretty wild if you went in someone's house and they just like... Every wall had like three or four sconces with like actual flame. That would be an intense house. Yeah. Like I feel like I would go in and be like, I've entered a dungeon or like an old timey castle or something. At some point. Like, I, I don't know why I said old timey castle because all castles are old time. No one builds. Futuristic castles. Yeah. Yeah. LED lights everywhere. <laughs> yeah. LED flames. Except for like the, the, the flying castle in Voltron. That's pretty futuristic. What's Voltron? Do you know what it? What is it? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, it's five. It's five cat robots that form yes, together. Transformers. Into, yeah. Yeah. Well, it predates. Okay. Transformers. Uh, yeah. Okay. Predates the Power Rangers Megazord. Yes. Mm. 
Yeah. I would take the Megazord, though. You know, Megazord versus Voltron? I think Voltron has the edge. How big is Voltron? Can it tower over a city? How yeah, big? They're actually probably comparable in size, honestly. Mm. You're talking about like height or like endowment? What are we. Yeah. What are we, <laughs> <laughs> you should see the size of their sword. That's where that. That's where that meme "I'll form the head" comes from. No, you've never <laughs> seen a Megazord fight. Power Rangers. You just were deprived you know, of this in your uh, childhood. They what blow happened? up to huge I, size and they fucking here's the thing. Yeah, wreck I, I, cities and yeah. kill millions of people. No, sure, I, I, like the I, Power Rangers fought the the little putty dudes that were like just it, like human sized fighters. Right, I, I remember. But then a monster would show up. Yeah, I remember the show. Okay. I, I was more of a VR Troopers guy. That was more of the same, though, right? <laughs> the Wait, did the VR Troopers... That's terrible. Oh, my gosh. That takes me back. How did they... What was their... Did they grow, like, really big? Big pet beetle it, it was a... Uh, I mean, very... It was kind of a similar knockoff, the Power Rangers, except their their backstory is different. I, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, you were watching the knockoff of the Power Rangers. Yeah, I think it was just because I was... The Power Rangers um, was just a knockoff of Voltron. I, I mean, so I, I was a little, kind of a contrarian as a little kid. You know, I was just You're like... Rebel. Everyone was watching Power Rangers, and I was like, fuck that. I don't watch VR Troopers. Yeah, I, I watched them sh- both. I would take the watered down I Power Rangers better, but I did watch them both. I don't remember what the... What Did they have robots? What did the VR Troopers have? Yeah, I think so. They were... I remember their costumes oh, being more right. robotic. I got to... I gotta bust it out. But the internet. VR Troopers was popular. Like when it, the time it peaked was like kind of around the time I, I was a. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how old I was. I feel like that was the time when, like, kids were weird. Where like suddenly they were very much like, oh, you think that's cool? What are you, a little kid? <laughs> and so there was kind of a movement away from Power Rangers. Yep. And yeah, I so I had a, some friends who still liked it and some friends who made it a point to let everyone know they didn't like it. And I remember some friends being like, oh, you know, I don't really, li- I just like the costumes. I just think the costumes are cool. I don't really like the show. No, the show's stupid. Uh, but they were <laughs> well, like, eventually, I mean, of- originally, I don't know if it aired in Japan before, but the whole Power Rangers when they're in their suits and the Megazord and everything is footage from the Japanese version. Yeah. yeah. And then all the actual teenager high school stuff is just the American, they just seek that in there. Yeah. That was really interesting, like a way to cut together a show. Yeah. Because then they just voiced over, because, you know, there yeah. was no mouths moving because yeah. their masks covered it. So it, pr- it worked out quite well. Pretty clever, man. I mean, you save on production. I never would have noticed if I hadn't been told that. Like, Just now? No, no. I mean, I learned it <laughs> earlier, but but yeah, it's not apparent, I don't think. God, I, the iterations that the Power Rangers went through over time. Like, it was like becoming once a year, every new season with this new ridiculous over the top yeah. thing to try and best themselves and there was just is uh is not the way to go. It'd be purist. I'm oh, it's wow. like the Pokemon original one fifty. I I'm, I I'm I'm the original kind of power engine. One fifty one man, come on. I was thinking about Don't forget one, about Mew. I was thinking there it might have been one, but I was, and I thought I was thinking about like a one hundred and one Dalmatians. Oh yeah, that's fair. Was that's that like, like the original had only hundred and fifty one Pokemon characters? Yeah, that yes. was the original game that was released had now there is probably close to five hundred. I actually think it's closer to eight hundred. There's Jesus six fuck. generations. Seven, wow. Seven ge- I think they just released an eighth generation. Like Isn't on, there a Pokemon, Pokemon Go that I play and yeah. they just started releasing Gen four. So Isn't isn't there a Pokemon that's literally just like a set of keys? <laughs> See, I don't know. I'm learning the message as, as I go. Like I literally, the original, key that's the 151 awesome. plus Togepi, who was in the show, and that's it. Like beyond that, each time they release one of these, you know, new generations, I'm like running around 
like having a heyday like i don't know what this is click on it i'm gonna catch it and so it, it's a lot of fun <laughs> I feel like whoever came up with that, like his assignment was to come up with a new one and he showed up at work and he's like, Oh shoot, I forgot. Yeah. And they're like, What do you have? He's like, It's a, a key key ring. Yeah. It, well there's one the other the other one they said kind perfect of a stuff goes through them. joke is that there's it's basically just a trash heap. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that the newest one? I, I was about I to bring that up. Because I know they that. did one, it was literally just like a fucking pile of garbage. Which is my feeling on Pokemon Wasn't as well. Wasn't there a character in Fraggle Rock that was just a pile of garbage? Oh, oh shit! I forgot about this. The main. Uh, oh, sorry, I was reading through the VR Troopers wiki. The, the, <laughs> who the main ruler of these creatures, known as Grimlord, who, unbeknownst to anyone on Earth, has a has a human identity as billionaire industrialist Carl Zichter. You remember Carl that? Zichter. Zichter. That's that's incredible. He's trying to tries to overcome the barriers of the true reality. To allow his army's easy passage from the virtual world, yeah, yeah, that's deep. Yeah, good writing. I remember VR troopers like back in the day when they they said like, yeah, Power Rangers is popular. We got to rip this off. Yeah, and it, it was just seemed so the production and the quality was just so down. Like it really was just rip this off. That's it. Let the money come it in. Did seem less. Spend as little as possible as we can. Well, Check this out. So it looks like VR troopers was similarly cut. From a Japanese show, like oh, and mm. but they ran out of footage, so they because <laughs> it was so the, the show was canceled after two seasons. VR Troopers was <laughs> like, well, two seasons. we're done. That's it. Yeah. yeah, well, we we ran out of stuff. So hey, we'll you know a, what? We'll have a we'll go through the seasons and have a VR Troopers retrospective. I mean, they probably put that together enough just to like make some money off the toys, uh, some advertisements on TV, and they cut and run. And with little investment, they just bought the rights to the Japanese show, and yeah, it's a good business move. Yeah, I remember once I uh, bought this big Power Rangers set that had like a Power Rangers watch and like a necklace and things like that. And then there was this kid in the neighborhood who was trying to fight me or something <laughs> and like taunting me. And so I just kind of calm, calmly <laughs> went. I calmly went back home and started taking off my Power Rangers stuff. And my mom asked, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I had to go. I have to go beat this kid up, and yeah, I didn't want obviously. to damage my new Power Rangers no, stuff." No, you don't want to. Um, so I took it all off and I and went back like, after him. You go him. get him. You go get him, son. And I, I went back after him and he saw me and he fucking cut and run. He's like, yeah. oh shit, this guy took off his, he's like, okay, his he's, goods. He's not. He's ready around. to rock. Yeah, I, I didn't. Ready. I didn't. Oh, I didn't want this. I just wanted to scare him. <laughs> exactly. This kid's going to hit me <laughs> with his fists. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I <get> no. <laughs> don't play around. I don't think I fought any of, my, any of the neighborhood kids. Man, the place I lived was like Lord of the Flies. It was just yeah. kids everywhere you looked. Yeah. There's maybe you in a day you'd see maybe one or two parents, and then you'd see like fifty kids throughout the day. Oh my god! Just everywhere, everywhere you looked was a kid of my like of your own age, like around that's crazy eight or nine or ten or yeah. so. There were a lot of kids in my neighborhood, and there was a there was a, a huge apartment complex. Down, yeah. There was a there was a lady who uh, babysat a bunch of kids like yeah. after school because their parents you know worked to like five yeah. and would come pick them up after that so um i like my siblings and i would just go over and hang out with those kids because there's a shit ton of them yeah. plus kids in our neighborhood and we'd all just sort of hang out yeah and um and it worked out really well for her because you know she didn't have to take care of all the kids when we were all running around yeah. make believing in various backyards yeah um yeah there were a lot of kids there and i, I made friends with kids who were younger than me and older than me by five or six years that was a good. That was a good experience as a child to get that yeah. breadth of 
friendship. It wasn't limited to just people exactly my age and just my There was like a weird communal bond, just like the the general neighborhood kid descriptor. Like there was a age range between like, you know, anywhere as young as like six to seven all the way up to like 14 or 15 until they got like too cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like one neighborhood, like they would play neighborhood, we'd play like night games. So like on the weekends and everyone would play like capture the flag or like ghost in the graveyard. Mm -hmm. Um, We weren't allowed out that late generally. I remember one time I had this idea. I can't remember, remember if I told this on the podcast, I had this idea. uh, Part of it was, so I was in fifth grade. Part of it was because there was like another um, girl that I had a crush on. In fifth grade, you horn dog. I know. Um, I, <laughs> Go I, on. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, maybe we'll like hold hands or something. Um, but rub fronts. And so I was <laughs> Christian side hug. <laughs> rub rub sho- like side shoulder. Um, but I had this crazy idea where, uh, so I like wrote like a play, which is like about aliens landing on Earth. I mean, this is pretty high level stuff. It was about yeah. aliens who land on earth and they act like they're here to be like good and stuff like that oh, but they're really coming because they're in a war with another alien species I, I, and they ran out of resources so they uh, came here battlefield earth is that yeah. what that is yeah. <laughs> probably <laughs> I, I, I actually don't know so <laughs> maybe anyways i wrote this play and then i put flyers uh all around the neighborhood to say that i was there was going to be an audition for the play over at the nearby school like on the playground it was going to be on a saturday at like 12 o'clock and I went around with all these flyers and then I went to this girl's house and like, I, I was too nervous to give it to her. So I had a friend run up and like knock on the door and give it to her. And then, so I was like, so basically in my mind, I was like, what's going to happen is, you know, they're going to show up. I'm going to cast this play and be like the director and then, you know, we'll get married or something. Yeah. That makes sense. That was my, I think my thought. That's pretty good. That's, that's, <laughs> then, I don't see any flaws in that plan. plan. I think, did it work? Uh, well, uh, you know, I actually forgot about it, and so I never went. So I don't know <laughs> if anyone showed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I like never. Like the day after, I was like, "Oh, was yesterday the day I said that we were going to do that audition?" <laughs> so I have no idea if anyone showed where did up. You, where did you tell them to show up? The nearby school. There was like soccer fields. I was like, "Be on the uh, pre- the, the soccer fields at noon on Saturday and this date." And Sunday, I mean, I were just like, oh boy, I bl- blanketed the whole neighborhood. And there's tons of kids there, you know. The, some of them probably would have shown up. Yeah, and then they were probably like, it's "What's the, the numbers hell? game? You just get enough people, the word in front of them, some I of them want, will show up." <laughs> I want to be in this doomsday play, man. What's going on? <laughs> it's like what they do on Tinder now when you. Sh- when you have those, you know, when they like sometimes tell guys to meet up in the same spot <laughs> yeah. and look at like five of them to meet up for this one girl. <laughs> And then she immediately looks at two of them and says, go home. No, it's just a prank. It's just a guy <laughs> playing as a girl and uh, telling the guys who want to meet up, like, oh, I'll be at this place. And she says, and she, you know, oh, quotes, has them all meet up, like, and they're all just kind of standing around wondering what's going on. Yeah, just kind of each wait, waiting yeah, on the same girl. In the same spot, <laughs> like, in the area. That's really funny. It's yeah. funny and mean, too. It's, it's yeah, cruel. It's, it is yeah, really it's, cruel. It's, it's not the kind of prank that I would... Uh, orchestrate no i wouldn't but that's that's a bad prank yeah because that's that's emotionally costly but it, yeah it's funny when i imagine just like a bunch of but like, the story is funny yeah if i imagine it's <laughs> a bunch of bros who thought they were gonna have like yeah. a one night easy stand and then they show up and like what the hell man she didn't show up oh lame yeah but if it's, i tell myself that story it's it's more acceptable but if it's like 
But if I if I'm that person five times over, I'm like, this is really sucks. I I kind of like this person, and they didn't. Yeah, then it's <laughs> sad when I think about yeah. someone who's like, you know, I thought I had a connection with someone. And I thought finally like Tinder worked out, but no, it's all just a fucking it's game. This a, sucks. Some, yeah. some dude. Was that trolling. would be an extra layer of cruel to actually try and. Like, I'd imagine the people doing it is probably, like, they pose as some sort of more, like, vapid kind of yeah. shallow girl who... It's just kind of cuts to the chase. A yes. type of guy. Instead yeah. of, like, you know, carrying on for days or something. Say, meet up. They basically, yeah. basically give every hint that they're going to put yeah. out yeah. Yeah. right away, and that's all the guy's interested in, so go for it. Okay. <laughs> imagine the message. Back to the story that I'm okay with this somewhat. I still don't like it a lot, but... Yeah. At least I don't identify with those dudes, so it doesn't feel as bad. And it's, like, the messages that... You know, girl gets back, you know, quote unquote girl. That that's just of, of you know, after the meeting. Yeah. The messages imagine that. Oh. <laughs> it's like the extra reward. <laughs> I don't know. Why'd you why'd you send me to this place with all these other guys? I thought we had a connection. New Tinder account, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny though if you could like get them all to like wear a certain thing, like have them all dress up. I think I've actually heard of that, like, like wearing a just red get shirt each, or each one of them to wear uh, like to dress up as a yeah. different Backstreet Boy. Like everybody yeah. like, wear a hat or something or a <laughs> red, shirt, red shirt, and then you just have a bunch overalls. of guys wearing red yeah. shirts in the same general area. Yeah, I really like that picture of you in the red shirt. Yeah, I really like that picture of you in the green shirt. But you have one in red, like just <laughs> coordinated. All. The funniest part about that is if it's like, yeah, just I know this is going to sound weird, but like I want to go to this party my friend's having. Just it'd be cool if you'd be a good sport. Like just wear a red shirt and overalls, and they're like, haha, okay, yeah, well, I'll, I guess I'll do it. But then they show up and they see four other four dudes in red shirts and overalls. So add. As they're walking Who like owns up overalls to the like how do you where do you even find those it'll occur to them they'll be like god, god damn, damn it, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they all just look at each other in that moment and just there's a chorus of yeah. god but you damn might make it. good friends because maybe all you guys would be like have a lot in common just freaking got punked and yeah. be like all right well we're here let's just have a couple beers and <laughs> let's all just go and drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have fun with it the rest of the night you like go out and you talk to other girls why are you guys all dressed up the same Oh, we just came from a Mario convention. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're going to do this prank. Yes. Is that a dryer? What is that? Oh, yeah, it's a washer. Drum washer? Machine. Hopefully it's not. Stuff's getting washed. Pick it up here. Yeah, you can see if it's it's on the uh, on the channel. Put a gate well, on it. It's off now. No sound. Oh, well. That's I'm going to run it through a filter and yeah. a phaser. You know, what? I'm gonna add some reverb to it, and then just—it'll just sound like a sweet little dance beat. In the yeah, background. quantize it. Yeah, make it a banger. I'll probably boost at like 450k. Whoa, cut around 1k, and I'll just roll off the high end just so you get that sound really coming through. And I'll put it through like a side chain compressor so that it really pumps. Yep. Gotta make sure it tests well in mono. If you weren't playing at a club, you know, with the stereo information field getting all fucked. Yeah. That's some. All of the wonderful mouth noises for you guys. You could see all of the the hand motions that I'm making too. If you're watching the video cast. Yep. Yeah. Check out the vast for us on live. We're live now with the vast at the time through real media player. I really really appreciated that Dimitri Martin stand up he did. The not the it might be the most recent one I forget, but it was just called Dimitri Martin live, and then there was a little symbol that said at the time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's great. It was live once. It's live once. 
This was live at well, the said time. Real media player that reminded me Winamp came out with a new version. What recently? Yes, apparently a beta got leaked, so huh. they just officially released it. It's like three point fifty three, maybe or something like that. Winamp, gosh, yep. that takes uh, me back. Yeah. That's how I listen to all my music. That's how I did for sure. Like in high school, yeah. I used it is a succinct little space that yeah. you could see your playlist and manage yeah. everything. Really but you could easily. Put, you could download skins for it. Yeah, mm. and I remember downloading like a skin that the had skins like Jennifer cool. Love Hewitt on it. Ooh, <laughs> I always got like anime skins and shit. <laughs> I did find some of those video game ones, ones, but yeah. But as a good Christian boy, I was <laughs> I was only able to <laughs> sort of look at them and then uninstall them. How fucking lame would that be if you like went to someone's place and they pulled up Winamp and it's just like just porn on a skin? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's cool. I hear these weird horror stories about um, people who've worked with someone who just. Not, like just openly downloaded porn at work and just had it going on a screen as they were working and it's like they they got away with it for like an like an absurdly long time and then finally the you know the management came down on them and were like you can't use our resources for this this is not why not yeah i don't see a problem with it what do you get out of that like why <laughs> would you want to be I could understand maybe like twelve years ago when like you know corporate <clears throat> offices likely had faster internet than you yeah could they, have at they home had maybe. the T one connection and yeah. you had dial up <laughs> yeah and like, you're I'm still like fifty six k yeah I could maybe get that but like what are you gonna do like would you get something by like you know quickly like looking at thirty seconds of porn when like no one's by your computer and just being like oh yeah, yeah and then like putting it back to you know a spreadsheet when yeah, the boss know. walks by that's not how like that's just that's not how I consume porn. <laughs> It's not very often. It's for a very specific reason, and it's not something that I'm going to do at work. <laughs> like, no, it's usually when I hop in the IPL truck with those guys. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, hey, I just want you to watch this video with me real quick. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's only like seven minutes. Yeah, like I've got it plugged into my phone line though. It's 56k. I'm dragging this desktop <laughs> computer all the way out <laughs> with extension cords and everything. <laughs> just like a mess of cords. Dragging behind you. You're like, hold on, hold on. I need to. No, my battery's low. I need to plug it in. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to check out this video. This power hour video I made. It's just comprised just porn mm. intersect <laughs> with YouTube conspiracy videos. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great mashup. <laughs> just a mashup of like some grainy clip of like Obama giving a speech and then his eyes turn <laughs> up to him and then like you know <laughs> cut to just some, like pounding cut to <laughs> some like <laughs> cut to like some German like swinger party where. It's like just a bunch of couples like passing off. And it cuts back again to like an Alex Jones clip. <laughs> this is what they don't want you to like, see, man. Text on the screen. Yeah, they don't want you to see. They're trying to this. take so away important. your freedoms, freedoms, freedoms. I'm turning the whales gay. <laughs> 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 Wait, is that a real? Did you, that, it was something like that. Like oh I mean, there was some thing about. They were pump like apparently they're pumping something into the ocean water and it's like <laughs> turning the turtles gay or something. <laughs> but I saw I originally saw this like some Reddit post of a no that makes whale. sense I understand why a they wa- that. there is a whale like in the ocean <laughs> blowing out its snout and like the way it created a little rainbow. <laughs> and then one of the comments was like just an Alex Jones thing like they're turning our whales gay. <laughs> it's just a perfect picture. I love to just the spout with just caught in the sun and just away create a rainbow. It's great. <laughs> Because the whales are woke, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> awesome mashup. I so Alex Jones was the the guy who got banned off of like so many 
like social media outlets, right? Like Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, probably. Like I wonder. Okay, so I worry about the little that a little bit because I, you know, I know he said some incredibly hateful things. Um, but I wonder if it's actually the platform's job to police that because he doesn't. I don't think he makes threats against individuals. I think he's just full of shit. Yeah, just like um, my, like it's not actual lit to you know litigatable. What's the word? No, I mean Legal, that's litigious. Yeah, yeah I mean that's what the networks would ask for because it's just something to talk about. As long as it's being talked about in the channel uh, and such, I and do, advertisers it, and things, I, unless I, it blows back too hard. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's something that that as a society we should feel is okay for like a Facebook or Twitter platform to just silence someone because they disagree with them. Well, I'm conflicted about that because that's my instinct is that I don't like that worries me when they start taking steps like, well, we don't like what this person's saying, so we'll shut them down and we'll be the we'll be the arbiters of who yeah. has something worthwhile to say. Yeah. But my other feeling, I guess, my libertarian perspective would be like, well, if they are a private company and that's what they choose to do, like, I have to be like, that's what they choose to do. Just like if another company wants to get wants to actively give them a platform and advertise. If they're a private company, shouldn't they be allowed to? So that's, I, I haven't solved it myself. I think that's my feeling is, if they're if they're still a private company, like it's their right to decide for whatever reason they don't like Alex Jones. But well, the, the I, first I agree, thing, it worries first me. thing I want to dispel to the to the common listener is that it has nothing to do with free speech because Alex Jones was not arrested for this because he wasn't talking about. Uh, like he talks shit about the government all the time, and no one comes and arrests him for mm-hmm. that because we have free speech. This is not a free speech issue. Uh, it's it's interacting, like you said, Kirk, with with a specific business's you know service. Yeah, he uh, you know or his staff or whatever they sign up, uh, put his name on it, branded. They it, know what they're getting into. They sh- right, they share these ideas. Yeah, um, like literally for that reason. Is to start shit, right? But but the, again, as long as he's not uh, specifically making threats against individuals, right? Like that's mm. actually illegal. You can't do that. Mm. Um, pretty much every other form of speech that he can do uh, is not s- something that the government can swoop in and do much about, and they shouldn't. And that's probably okay because discourse is the only place we can really figure out what, where the best and worst ideas are and talk about them. And uh, social media platforms, the, the the wonderful thing about them is that anyone can talk to anyone about any concept. The horrible thing is that they've devolved into echo chambers where you only ever hear from the people who agree with you. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that is kind of the line that's crossed if it's targeted harassment, probably, possibly, you know, against an individual. Yeah, that's just illegal you can't yeah. do that i think what happened people. is i don't remember it for sure i feel like he said something like he wanted people to go out and like look up or, or do something regarding the the parents of sandy hook victims because he thought that they were actors right yeah um and so he was calling people to <clears throat> to go like, investigate to kind of sniff them out and i think the re- result was felt like he was you know calling people to like go after them so to speak I, okay I, I, I think that's what happened i'm not positive see that's a gray line because to challenge that they that the victims the parents of the victims of sandy hook were actors like you should legally be allowed to say that but when your actions lead towards people 
going and harassing them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How like how culpable are you for that? Obviously, the people who harass them, that's illegal. You can't go yeah. just harass people. That's illegal. Well, there, but if you encourage people to harass people, what's your culpability there? there that's the hard question. legal cases that have that issue, like almost verbatim. And I, like I studied one for a class. I was at Brandenburg, versus Ohio. But basically, it was, uh, this guy who was uh, in, in the KKK, um, they had a rally. And so he invited this journalist to go. And during the rally, he you know, basically just said whatever you'd expect at like a normal KKK event. And... You know, our people are being oppressed by the Jewish and whatever. Yeah, and, and stuff like you know, dry, you should the global you know, conspiracy drive them out of town, kind of stuff like that. But um, eventually, he was arrested. But then he you know challenged it, and it went all the way to the Supreme Court because he was saying that it was his freedom of speech. And they ended up ruling in his favor, and they were like, even though what he said it was pretty shitty, like we, you know basically it came down to if what he says like leads to imminent action or not and basically kind of giving you some license to be like a little bit hyperbolic um yeah yeah and we should be allowed to do yeah because the the difficult thing about that is those laws of free speech and such was in a time long before today where literally for better or for worse which seems to be worse Every fucking human being on this earth has a soapbox. Yeah. And they're louder than ever to say whatever they want. And if they get fucking crazy with it, it's like, oh, it's free speech. Yeah. This is it's like, well, the... but you, 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 you suck also. Yeah. This is the down. Well, I'm, I'm free on my platform to stand up and point at everyone who I think is wrong and why yeah. and, and call them names and use hyperbolic language too. I mean, obviously. But um, like the, the freedom of speech was sort of de- developed in a philosophical age where we didn't, like you said, we didn't have this platform yeah. at all. We didn't even have the printing press, I think, when yeah. that was... Mm. Is that freedom of speech? Maybe. That's, is that know. John Locke? Which, I don't know. John Locke was like one of the principal um, uh, influencers of, of the uh, the founding fathers when they, mm. you know, a lot of his principles of, of philosophy were are present in our... Uh, constitution but yeah I, I, it's definitely a problem because like how do you how do you figure out like how to manage so many voices that can be so loud all at once yes and most of them are probably going to be inaccurate to some degree yeah. and you can't make that illegal the th- thing that's scary and i feel like people who are like they don't see problems with and again, I'm conflicted because I see both arguments, but someone like Alex Jones, they don't see a problem because they're like, well, you know, he's obviously like causing harm or he's saying hurtful things or, you know, even take it off him. Like if, you know, if someone says something like horrible on Twitter and then all of a sudden they like lose their job and everything like that, I'm people don't seem like they seem to think like, no, we know where the line is. And we know that if you cross the line, that's bad. And we know exactly where that line is, and you can go right up to it. And, but I'm like, that line is always going to change. And once you start setting up a, a precedent where you can, you know, silence someone who you think's encroached that line, like it's going to be infinitely moving, and we're going to reach a point where, you know, that's going to slowly narrow in. It's not going to expand. Um, and, and I just think oh, people kind of naively are like, no, we, we know what's okay to say and what's if, not. If you watch like. Uh, the 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 coalition that eats itself alive here is the is the 
far, far left, mm. right? They're the first ones to call each other out for capital R racism. Yeah. You are a racist. End of conversation. Everyone blackball this person. Yeah. Right? Like, the left fucking does that all the time. It's really sad because, like, you don't see that on the right at all. And watch, you know, watching it, uh, people whose ideology I share to some extent just eat each other alive mm-hmm. because yeah. they don't know how to constrain themselves. They don't know how to actually see what where the real problems lie. They're just looking, they just want to be the person who, who calls yeah. out the person. Right? They, want they want to wanna, be the most moral superior. Yeah, I want to I be right. the righteous one. Yeah. And, and I'm the most moral. Yeah. And it's yeah. It's, it's a problematic a vicious circle. Yeah. Cuz there's there, there's way, there's yeah, you just like g- a gentle instruction uh is way better in every case yeah. than a harsh uh conversation ending capital R racist, you know, yeah. stamp. <laughs> You're racist. We all stop talking to you now. Go sit outside of society and there's no recompense for you. Yeah. Sorry. You would not do that does nothing to curb racism really you're just like you know instead of like cleaning your house that's just like shoving things into a closet like like you're better off in trying to inform someone or or trying to get them to give them some context so they can appreciate why their words like need to be more carefully chosen and then Mm. see if they can integrate that right and then so that they it's usually out of ignorance yeah it's usually out of ignorance someone will say something that that is hurtful and they didn't know that it was going to hurt. And if you explain to them why it hurts, well, now they can choose, okay, well, the hurt here is something I wish to avoid in the future. I will not yeah. do it. Or if, or if it's such a niche thing, like um, it, it, oversensitivity is actually a problem too, like taking offense at things that, come on, have a thicker skin because we need to talk about this. Yeah, uh, That's also a problem too. And you never see anyone ch- uh, challenged for that. But we also have the problem of of the accusation of not just the the white person racist but the uncle tom you know mm. like, yeah you uh, you know support yeah. these white racists yeah. and therefore you are just as bad as them and yeah. and that's another way to just shut down perfectly well-meaning people yeah you know no the reason. whole thing about that is that you know you can't really change people these days in that regard i mean Everybody, especially online, when there's you know anonymity, well, yeah. anon- is that how you say anonymity? I've never said that word. I think in my life. Anonymity. Anonymity. Bam. Got Bank. it. It's a good swing. Bank. Right anyway, but with that, I mean, people are just so easier to just dig their heels in because yeah. being preached to almost through text over the internet just does something. It seems to people where they just instantly know. Yeah. How dare you? I mean, yeah, actually, there's some interesting psycho- psychological yeah. science behind that. And, you know, even the way it always starts off wrong, too, because usually the person trying to, you know, talk to this person and show them the error of their ways is always kind of like an, uh, actually, it kind yeah. of starts in that kind of tone. It's like, for that just sets you off where it's like, it doesn't matter what they say. You're just yep. already thinking of your yep. defense. If you put someone on the defensive immediately, yeah. they, you have exactly zero chance of changing their mind and actually you have a a better chance of making them dig in deeper and believe whatever they believe more and and so you actually do yourself and your your ideas a disservice if you actually think they're right and good by being abrasive in that way and now there is a time to be angry to be abrasive but it's not it's rarely to individuals individuals can be reasoned with and and coaxed from away from bad ideas whereas 
groups staunchly stay the same, right? You can, you can challenge a group with anger and and yeah. harsher words than an individual. When you when you get to the individual, you gotta you gotta tone it back. Yeah. It just it's a person you're dealing with. Yeah, just like you, you're a person you don't want to be yeah. talked down to. Like, what are the chances for all of the for all of the ideas you have in your head that you think are right? What are the actual chances that every single one of them is actually right, a hundred percent? It's, not, it's like zero. You, there's guaranteed you have some wrong ideas. Yeah. And if you can't have the humility to accept that maybe some of these things, even the things that you believe very staunchly, might be not even not, not necessarily completely wrong, but some degree of wrong, yeah. then you've already lost you, the, the war of ideas. You will always just think you're right, no and, matter what it yeah, is you believe. Going back to the whole soapbox thing, and the way people get these people is that they're not turning people to the other side. They're just getting the people who believed this thing all along, and they're just coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And you know, both sides will have that. And getting to be the person who points out the most egregious offense yeah. is is how you signal to your group that you are a champion among them. Yeah, yeah. it's really less about winning, you know, hearts and minds than it is building prestige for yourself. And that's, yeah. I think, terrible. Yeah, you know, like if. If someone who would classify themselves a liberal then listens to Alex Jones and says, that guy's got a lot of good ideas, I'm going to turn to his side. They weren't, they're not being turned. They were just kind of a crazy person all along. <laughs> and, you know, et cetera. And, yeah. Well, there's a lot of personal identity. I mean, you always see the term identity politics now, but like there's, for some people, there's something beyond just. Well, for the most part, this party represents the values that I like. So I, I tend to be a, a liberal or I tend to be Republican. Like there's some people who like the the entire image of being you know far left, or they like the image of being like you know especially feels good on, to be on, on the, the right where it's kind of conflated and with patriotism right. and liberties and yeah. So you know, I feel like that's it's hard for people even if they heard an idea like they do this all the time where. They'll go up to, um, you know, Republicans and say, uh, here, what do you think about this thing Trump said? And they'll say it and they'll be like, it sounds like a good idea. And they're like, well, Obama said it. Or they'll do the other thing. Like, they'll go up to the left and be like, uh, you know, what do you think about the statement that President Obama said on foreign policy? And then they're like, I 100% agree with that. And they're like, this came from a Republican. And then they're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, they just like don't know what to do. Yeah. So, well, they're, they're, what you point out is that they're quick... Quick to jump on the their side, yeah. To defend the person on their side, it's it's, it's high and school it has, sports. Actually, has very little. Yeah, it's sports to do with the ideas. It is. I mean, it very much is. My like, team versus your yeah, team. It's my team, and people like to be on the winning team. If you listen yeah. to news reports, they actually talk about that too. Like whenever a bill passes or doesn't pass, they basically talk about it in the context of this team won. Yeah, yeah. And it feels good to be on that team, yeah. even. And most people have no idea what these bills are, or what they actually will do and yet it's good to know your team won ha my team won it it is a weird concept we just think like if oh if I just had my team in the office things would be good and I don't know if there's ever been a time like just in a general sense we can look throughout history and be like this time you know this span of years like we're better you know economically or this span of years we didn't have war so you can kind of say sometimes we're better than others but by and large it's really hard to like look at a certain four-year term of office and be like, things were amazing then, and we didn't have any problems. Nailed it. Because my team was in the office, and then suddenly yeah. we switched teams. You see, it said, it said D under the name, you see? Yeah. 
It was probably during are, Obama's you know? term that I sort of came to grips with the fact that being on a side and having my side's team in the office didn't fix everything. Like yeah. when it when I really dug into it and realized how much executive uh, power expansion the uh, Obama administration did, I was sort of like blown away. Like the the stuff that the president can do now, thanks to the Obama administration, is so much bigger than what like even the prior Bush administration did. And I was, I, I would say I was. God, the, the early two thousands seems like a. a stone age compared right? to now you know? well i i feel i i felt really bad about my uh vote for um george w um and i didn't feel so bad about my vote for obama but i still realized that in each case there's stuff about the presidency that i and the entire administration that i actually was okay with or not okay with in both cases and the stuff that i was not okay with looks the same on both mm-hmm. teams it's all like i had a conversation when i was in philadelphia at the airport recently i had a conversation with a fellow at uh at a bar uh in inside the airport i was just sort of sitting there enjoying some you know some oysters like one does at an airport at the airport at the airport yeah, philadelphia airport yeah. yep. airport oysters that's right they're, they're the best <laughs> that's, my, oysters. that's my new prog rock band name. as long as it's close to the ocean it's easier to get the fresh ones well you know it's like but you always I, think on the plane you get peanuts and when you're waiting for the flight you get oysters yeah sorry and a lobster roll <laughs> yeah. I did. even if you don't got first class roll, you can feel good. first class by having those oysters yeah i'd rather spend the money on the getting the good bar. food than having a bigger seat honestly yeah. but uh but i was talking with this guy and it became very clear he was i i would say he's probably 20 years older than me he was very clearly hard democrat yeah like everything about him just screamed hard democrat and the other team was wrong about everything and i like i think i blew him away simply because i didn't sit in one camp like he thought he read me as a democrat hardcore yeah and i did so i did tell him i said what well, i'll sit down with a lot of my friends who identify as democrat and we can talk about stuff and i'll agree with a lot of what they say probably more so than any republicans yeah. i know but i still see at the very least the dnc is just an oversized misguided organization that has let us all down over and over again as much as the you know the Good old party. Yeah. So I'm not impressed with either party, and yet we're stuck with a two-party system just because of the, our, how our system of voting works. You only get one yeah. choice. Yeah, I don't... That necessarily creates two choices. I, and I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I don't like when people do that, when they they kind of go ahead and just imbue or, or even impose their own you know, political ideology on you. Like they just maybe assume you're young. So if you agree with them on one thing, they assume you agree with them on everything. So then they, they kind of lean over and they're like, freaking Trump, the idiot. Am I right? And you're like, don't just assume that I'm with you and and vice versa. You know, if someone's just like, can you believe these liberals are just trying to take away every single Liberty we have? I'm like, don't freaking lump me in there. You don't know where I am, buddy. (laughs) Don't try to make me go. You got a long way to go to understand my, my thoughts on this topic. I'm not going to go on your Republican carpet, right? Like the, you know the an absurd thing that I heard pointed out on a podcast recently was um, the idea that if you know someone's position on like their their thoughts on say uh, uh, abortion right you can accurately predict their stance on gun control too to like ninety percent yeah why is that the case why are those two things related at all 
how can you predict? It's because they're in the camp. They're in the camp, so they buy into the ideology, and that's all there is to it. And I don't know why I said ideology like Idea. that. That was weird <laughs> for me to do. <laughs> Sing it. Well, you know, some people, I think ideology. They, I, I feel like everyone has one, like one or two issues that are the thing, and then by association, they kind of grab up the other one. So maybe their big thing is like, you know, they were a veteran, so they just they their strongest that's feel, their feeling is right? is you know has that's to do with identity. military or if foreign policy, and then whatever left or right most aligns with what they believe. They they go ahead and they stand their ground there and then they just kind of absorb whatever else is in that party. Mm-hmm. But I think that's probably why, you know, whenever someone is so far on one side, if, if I tend to bring up alternate perspectives, um, I, you know, I used to do it to my dad who's you know Republican and you know it bother him, and I do it to you know friends I know who are just you know, far left too, and I don't do it to be uh, provocative necessarily, but more just like can we get out of this like this team mode where it's like my team and everything they say is good and everything the other team is bad. Like, can we just think independently? That's so- what Fox news tells me to say. So <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't mess up any of the reporting. And this is what the, uh, the politics subreddit says. And so I, I just go hard left. Well, I think like the, <laughs> the, the best advice for anyone that no one's inclined to take naturally, you have to train yourself to do this is your opinion should only be as strong as your expertise in a topic. If you don't know much, you should have a very weak opinion. Oh, I think you should just throw out ideas and just stand by them boldly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because none of us know anything. So just go <laughs> just pick just one go ham on it and just yeah. be like, no, I, the buck stops here. I know everything there is to know about yeah. gun control or foreign policy or taxation. Because at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of talking monkeys. So you know who yeah, knows. It's true. It is it is weird to be like just a weird talking ape. I think we're talking pigs. Mm. And I think whatever the analogy is the same either way. Yeah, Kirk. I mean literally, I think we're there's a lot of evidence that we share some biological similarities to pigs. Sure, yeah. Uh and if you think about it, we're kind of pink and fleshy like pigs. Now and there's evolved away most of our hair, and well, especially if you're Asian, you just basically don't have any hair except on your head. There is some fringe. That's racist. Jared. That, yeah. No, it's it's the advanced uh, race. I think I don't believe you. I'm I'm way more chimpanzee like than my Asian friends. Get off my team! <laughs> yeah. the wrong That's team, right. Buster. You're on the wrong when side. I, when I when I go to the zoo and I see the chimpanzee, I'm like, brother, you and me. The hairy to, chest, man. You're being very toxic right now, Jared. I, the hairy I, chest. I, I used to have a we theory. Got it in common. <laughs> That's what you do, Bond. Start mm-hmm. beating your chest behind the glass. <laughs> yeah, when the, you know when the gorilla like charges the the glass yeah. to like scare. He's just like, saying I hi. Just, I just run at the glass and scare, try to scare him back. I'm like, yeah. ah, see, I can do it too. We're brothers. We're friends. <laughs> Check it out. I mean, I, I used to have this theory where everyone there's like six or seven animal categories that people would look like. They either looked like like a dog or like a mouse or a monkey or a koala or I'm gonna join the koala party. Oh, what were the other bird? Bear. <laughs> yeah, like if you I'm had just to draw, so glad you saved that one for the last, so that in that moment I could bear. I could link it to the uh, yeah to the gay communities. Uh, otter. I forgot nope, that. That's good. No, otter. 
um, fire Benedict ant. Cumberbatch, more, the otter. Yeah. More like if you if you were like the, if you had a friend, like if you and your friends were going to be turned into an animated children's show, and you were all going to be animals, you can look at your friends and be like, okay, they would probably be the bear. Though I did say koala. Yeah, I think koala and teddy bear specifically. Okay, <laughs> right? Yeah, wait, those uh, are the same thing, right? Co- no, no, they're different. It's, are you assigning fursanas to people? Fursanas, fursanas. Or a sauna? Would it be fursanas? Fursanas. God, someone's got to market that. What's, what's your fursona? <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. It's it's that's way more entertaining than spirit animal. Can that be the spirit fursona? Fursona. I think I've already had it labeled as airport oysters. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't like know. I like airport fursona like a lot. Fursona? Uh, oh gosh, that's a tough choice. Airport oysters is really pull it because that's the most that's the most disgusting thing I could think. That would an, be. It was a nice restaurant. Like to eat, I spent a pretty penny. Like an air. You, if I'm having oysters, I don't want them in an airport. Now, I'll tell you what I didn't spend a pretty penny on, and it was delicious. A cheese steak. And I sent a picture to everyone, because I had landed in Philly ahead of the people who I was w- going to be with, uh, Shana and her friend. But um, the uh, the cheese steak that I had, you know, that's monstrous. If you were on the video cast, you could see right now yeah we've got a close-up of it right yeah. now the the, the so shape Jared's that i'm making with my hands to his penis gesture, it's it's just roughly equivalent to my <laughs> penis but not okay it's a little well, he's got it out and he's just we're going side by side so he's just kind of <laughs> showing us no this isn't my penis guys i borrowed this okay that, yeah, that's Vaughn's. That explains. <laughs> yeah. And and a blue moon, just a cheesesteak and a blue moon. And I sent this clever thing. I thought it was clever, and I said, I said Philly brunch, and send it out to people, and they thought it was funny, and I th- I thought I was clever, and I liked it. Did you it was have a good a, moment for me? A good social media moment. <laughs> I I didn't put it on social media. And so, I just sent it to people that I trust to oh, laugh at my shit. Mm. And you then missed, they were like, you why'd, you have to, why'd you have to make this political? You could have got even more validation <laughs> if you put it on Instagram or Facebook. And then all of my friends from Philly were like, you can't reduce us to a single food item. That's <laughs> yeah. really offensive. There's, yeah. there's more to Philly than just the cheesesteak. Come on, brother. I like that Gotta voice. call you out. Yeah. That's my <laughs> Philly guy voice that's not even a Philly accent. <laughs> it's, the, it's the friend who moved to Philly and now identifies as philadelphian yeah. we ain't like that yeah. in philly <laughs> yeah that's, there you go they're like wow philly really i can't believe philly, really i can't believe we're still using the word philly it's 2018 yeah like come on philly really philly really really philly really really maybe that's the name i still uh, personas uh, uh, political personas <laughs> our political our <laughs> let's talk about our political personas <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh the uh, the authoritarian lemur. <laughs> that's that's another one. That's Some my people antithesis. just look like lemurs. I'm telling you, man, just walk around. Like, go next time you're at work, just be like, where do they fall in the animated animal category? Would they be drawn as a dog or a mouse? Yeah, a dog and a mouse, you can kind of see pretty easily. Like yep. people have kind of look mousy. Dog, dog people and mousy people. Yeah, fair. birds one, monkey. I'm telling you, man. Well, here's the trick. Like you, people will say, I'm a dog person. Um, most people who actually look like dogs are not dog people. Yeah. That's not it. No. Theory checks out. <laughs> it's very few. The first sauna theory. Right. I'd, I identify as a cat to some extent. Oh, that's another one. Okay. Yeah. 
but th- that's because me and my cat get along so well. Like, I I know what she's about. When she's be- you know when she's being a total bitch, I get it. I would probably be a total bitch in the same way. Real pretentious. Likes my own space. I do what I want when I want. Like that's, that's me. Live. I I feel the cat life. Hashtag cat life. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag cat life. Yeah, dogs just kind of like. So you're just saying you're a pussy. The huge oh? pussy. I the see biggest. what you did there. A little pussy. Uh, <laughs> dogs kind of have to go with the flow. Otherwise, they're considered uh, bad dogs. Right. Bad boys, yes. Bad they're boys. like but the considered def- obtuse. It's like your dog just lays there. Why does it? It's, I'm calling it. Why isn't the dog coming over? Your dog right. sucks. But a cat can get away with a lot more and still yeah. be considered a good cat, right? Like a good cat is just one that doesn't bite you when it sits in your lap. Yeah, a cat doesn't fuck around. It's not pretending to be anything. It's not. If a cat gets in your lap, it's like, oh my god, the cat's in the lap. And like, it's a, a good cat. If a dog gets in your lap, it's like, Dude, get your dog off my lap. Yeah, man. unless just, it's a very tiny dog, it's yeah. not a great time. <laughs> We're hard on dogs, man. I was thinking about that, like, like we take you, dogs outside and we'll, we'll take them out in the middle of winter. They set the bar low. That's the thing. When dogs decided to like glom onto humanity and be like, let's go along for the ride here. This might be a good idea. Like they had the right idea for sure. But by being stupid loyal, and uh, I mean that descriptor both in both meanings, you know, to describe the loyalty and also the dog. By being stupid loyal, uh, they not only ensured that they would be fed and loved, you know, by uh, the weird ape creatures that keep feeding and loving them. Uh, they also were in, insured to be sort of a s- subordinate species. Well, well he, it's, a, it's a sacrifice you got to make. But I, I think our, our some of our expectations for them are tough. Like what is what, what I was going to say was like when we take them outside and it's like winter, <laughs> and we're like, all right, go outside, go poop. Come on, go poop. Go, go. What are you doing? Go poop. Like hurry up, it's cold. <laughs> if somebody just grabbed you and threw you outside in winter, and you're like naked, and they're like, "Go take a shit," <laughs> that happens all the time. And you're like, "I'm not ready." They're like, "No, go, hurry up! I gotta go. I gotta go to work." And you're like, "Okay, I, I can't go." And you're like, "Ah, damn it!" <laughs> like we just throw them outside in the cold, and we expect them to instantly uh, defecate. Imagine that that role reversal there, where the uh, the dogs are the speaking ones, the ones who dominate, and they're bigger than. Yeah. humans and we're the little weird monkeys that they've decided <laughs> yeah. to keep in their homes yeah. and feed and we're just like all right <laughs> like when the when the dog takes you to the door and it's like it'd be a terrible poop outside and you just like walk out there you know we probably still have more hair than we do now but yeah. like basically it's the same thing and we're just kind of like yeah uh, i guess i'll go to that corner is that all right like yeah they're like, should just I hurry up <laughs> I think I, that we'd be terrible pets because of the amount of screaming that could happen in that <laughs> point. Just to be thrown out in the snow and you're just tiny, just yeah. kind of comes up to your chest and out of nowhere and you're just kind of woken yeah. up. <laughs> would be, uh, be like, stop whining. Imagining a little, like, homunculus, like a little tiny human. Yeah. <laughs> you would have to change the pr- proportions necessarily. We would have to have, like, comically large heads for our size. I, th- I like it. I like thinking of us just like proportionally matched to how we are now but just shrunk just small <laughs> so that we're about like two feet off the ground but just same like proportion so we just look like just very tiny hands yeah <laughs> <laughs> just that, like, I mean like the <laughs> us like doing things like picking things up and the dog like the intelligent dog's like oh look at them and we're just like yeah yeah like, well, would the dogs have something? to like carry us around by their mouths yeah. so we'd have to be like pick that would that'd be wet we like uh, throw up and the dog's like oh my god it won't even eat its own puke 
Yeah. You won't even eat its own puke. Pets are terrible. I'm like, what? Don't make me eat it. <laughs> the dog's sitting sitting there, and it's Reading you know whatever couch design is actually optimal for it, a very large no. dog, and it's like looking at our little opposable thumbs. Like, gosh, that would be convenient. Like, it's really hard to get the coffee maker out, like, <laughs> of the, the cabinet. And then, like, yeah. they, the dog just make your little little you know ape. Your yeah. little human pet, and do then it. like you know, dogs would <laughs> go take fetch, us. Go fetch, go fetch the coffee maker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dogs would take us on a walk down the street, and we'd see another little human on a leash, and be like, "Help, help!" And that's hey. what barking is. Or, <laughs> that's what dogs would say. Help! Help me get this off. No, you help me get this off. And they're like pulling us away from each other. Yeah. And we're reaching. No, please. He's gonna get me off the leash. Oh, you should really watch this on the vidcast. This would be great. Yeah. <laughs> or just like two bros just start street fighting. Yes. <laughs> you want to like, go, bro? You want to go? <laughs> fuck you. Off. No, fuck you too. Yeah. All right. And they just start going, pulling us away from each yeah. other. I would have had him. What the hell? What the hell? I. Did you see my opening? Like I had my teeth around his like. Neck? God damn it. But instead of smelling each other's butts, we just shake hands and the dogs are like, look what they're doing. They're shaking each other's hands. It's gross. Yeah, that's really weird. Just like walking up, hi, how are you? And the dogs walk up and sniff each other's ass and they're like, that's how it should be done. These weird little creatures touch each other with their I like this world. I like the world where the dogs are like big and they're like sophisticated but they still do dog things yeah but they like somehow are above us in the hierarchy and they make money and we still do little human things like run over and make our coffee and they just think it's all like cute and endearing and they're like look at it we, we can use coffee. like industrial like industrialized machines like uh, washing our clothes in a dryer <laughs> but but it's a small one <laughs> but we can't like talk <laughs> we just point, point at the dog we have to wash the dog's like you want your washing clothes out yeah okay your ironing board out. <laughs> 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 just be like the size of like little like barbie dolls or ken dolls or yeah, something basically right, yeah. now <laughs> i'm sleeping in little beds and they they'll dress us up in like little like the stuff that they wear to work, you know. So we'll have like these little IPL glowy hats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that actually hurt my throat to laugh like that. It's been a while. <laughs> that was good. That's a oh. good. We should stop there because I need to go program this into virtual reality. That's right. Yeah. Quick. Do it real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna we go live that. there. VR that's podcast. A, this is that's a good spot to end. We got st- we got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. We got to go listen to things. Yes, our that's our right. music. It's our music. Our As a music. band, we have band things to do for the band. Yeah. Band. I was gonna say VR music, but there actually is a game that music. you wear the VR headset there and there's like waveforms all around three, you, and you two, can actually one. like use drum machines. And, oh really? Yeah, and you just pull things out of the air and. It's, it's pretty. pretty cool. It's a VR troopers throwback with that yeah. theme. I oh, remembered yeah. it, and I don't know how. God, VR is like on its deathbed already. The price to entry is just so much that normal people it'll, just can't. It'll come down. I think uh, one of the it will. One of the founding guys of the whatever Facebook the Facebook owns one of the company. It's not Vive or it, Rift. Rift. The Rift. Uh, Virtual I think Boy, maybe the Rift. They own the Rift, and apparently one of the founders just walked out because they're. Facebook wants to go a different way or something. Make it more affordable. And the guy right. yeah, apparently is like, no, we should go farther. And it's like, well, that's no one. Why is it? Doubly, no one's going to buy it because it's going to be even more expensive. Right. And why must you? I guess he wants to progress the technology, but they're like, 
but no one's buying it because it's too expensive. So we have to dumb it down a little just to get people to like look at it. But it's... it sounds like people who know how to do business. Yeah, business, business, business. <laughs> and that guy's like, my create, my vision. It's like, well, man, sometimes you gotta. Well, you know, kill the... your darlings here and there just to get in people's hands or whatever. All right. Well, That's a good phrase. Speaking of business, we'll get down to business. Get down to business. Business, business, business. 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 I think we should uh, end the I show. Go work on our pers- persona. Persona. Persona.